Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Studs and Duds Sports. AJ back here with Gorilla. We're going to talk about some week. What are we in week nine now? Week nine? Yeah, week nine. yeah. Wow. This is a big week this week, too. We had the trade deadline, Von Miller moving to the Rams. We had, uh, you know, there weren't any too many big names on the move. Uh, obviously, we got some news to talk about as well. We got uh, Aaron Rodgers out with COVID this week. Uh, somebody else just came down with COVID, too. Another name player just came down with COVID. Um, and obviously the Henry Ruggs situation, uh, Henry Ruggs first round pick from last year cut by the Raiders today after a, uh, terrible DWI accident where he wrecked his vehicle and actually killed uh, a person and their dog, uh, terrible situation there. Hopefully Henry Ruggs can get his life back on track and, uh, you know, uh, good thoughts and I guess prayers up for, uh, the victim as well. You know, don't drink and drive folks that, uh, it ruins more than just your life. That's for sure. Um, Gorilla, any thoughts on the trade deadline or any of the COVID cases that just came out? Well, well, even beyond the the COVID cases, uh, COVID cases, trade deadlines, we also had a number of season-ending injuries. The big names last week: uh, Jameis Winston out for the season, Derrick Henry out for the season. Uh, a lot changed, like the entire NFL landscape. It seems like an overall changed. Uh, in this past week and there's a lot that a lot of fantasy to dig through a lot of these are changing yeah that's right there are uh, a ton of things changing you know the one thing that didn't change though the one thing that didn't change is the one thing we thought was going to change and Deshaun Watson is still a Houston Texan and still not playing for them (laughs) and and OBJ is still a Cleveland Brown yeah, although there are talks he might get released this week, actually. Um, but aside from the news, uh, I mean, I mean, do you want to dive into the, the games this week after all these big changes? Yeah, let, let's actually talk football. Now, you're talking about the Thursday game this week. Uh, why don't you hit us with some Thursday action? All right, the Jets at the Colts on Thursday. One of the biggest surprises of the week last week is Mike White. No one knew who he was, including us, and we absolutely trashed him and uh, he proved us wrong, but <laughs> the line in this one, the Colts are still favored by 10 and a half, even after that performance by Mike White. So Vegas doesn't think that uh, that's going to be a standard either. Uh, Colts favored by 10 and a half over under a 45 and a half. My stud in this one is Jonathan Taylor. The Jets are still the 32nd ranked and 32 teams uh, at stopping opposing running backs. Uh, even after their big win last week, they couldn't stop Joe Mixon last week either uh he found the end zone twice in that game and the colts are basically a run first offense uh they like to work their running backs in a lot jonathan taylor is the main beneficiary of this so look for taylor to have a big game here i'm doubting on the other side of the ball michael carter the new running back one for the jets uh he is a rookie running back he has taken over that rb1 spot and he's been fairly effective in games that have good matchups for him However, this week he has a bad matchup. Uh, the Colts are ranked third in points allowed to opposing running backs, so I'm going to avoid him in this one. And I'm going to sleeper, the guy that no one knew who he was last week, Mike White. Uh, we absolutely ripped him to shreds last week, and he shut us up big time with a monster day against a Bengals defense that is pretty in the middle of the pack against opposing quarterbacks. Uh, I'm sure part of that is because there's not a lot of tape on him, but he actually balled out last week. Now I'm not expecting him to throw for 400 yards and three touchdowns again this week, uh, but the Colts are really, really bad at stopping opposing quarterbacks and their wide receivers. So white could be a cheap option this week. If you wanted to just 
dump the quarterback spot, hope for 15 points and spend up elsewhere. Uh, that's going to bring us to some Sunday action. Gorilla, who do you got on Sunday? At Sunday, one o'clock. Let's talk about the Denver Broncos. They are headed to Dallas to take on the Cowboys. Cowboys are favored nine and a half points and over under. It seems a little high for me. It's at 49.5. Um, the big question in this game is who's going to be playing quarterback for the Cowboys. Is it going to be Prescott? Is Cooper Rush after his big first win? Is he going to get another start for them? The Cowboys camp is kind of holding it really close to the chest right now. It looks like Dak Prescott's going to be able to play. It looked like he was going to play Sunday night for a little bit, but that just didn't happen. But uh, the Cowboys have yet to really give any sort of sign on that one. However, the Denver Broncos, they've given up a lot of players. A lot of their defense and this uh, trade deadline, including Von Miller, is gone. Uh, a lot of draft picks are going to be a, a great new young team next year. They got a lot of picks coming up, but they kind of depleted their defense in doing so, as particular their run defense. So I'm going to start Ezekiel Elliott in this one. He's been due for a big game. I think he's back. He's healthy. He's ready to go. Uh, this is a great big Zeke week. It's worth spending up a little bit to pick him up in your leagues. I'm going to dud Denver wide receiver Cortland Sutton. Yes, as much as uh, as, as, as much uh, as things have changed a little bit, one thing hasn't changed. Trayvon Diggs is going to play. He practiced. He's ready to go. Uh, and he is an interception machine. Uh, Denver's going to be throwing the ball away from him. He travels a lot with the receivers. Uh, Cortland Sutton's going to have him on him. He's not going to get a lot of balls thrown in his direction. I think he's a bad option this week. As far as sleeper, I'm going Dallas tight end. Dalton Schultz in this one. Uh, especially if Cooper Rush plays in this one. Dalton Schultz is a big guy. The uh, Denver secondary is decent, but the linebacker core is really depleted. It means there's going to be a lot of dump-and-go passes to the tight end of this one. I'm also looking for Dallas to jump to a lead and just kind of nickel and dime and kind of kill the clock. That means running plays. It means short passes to the tight end, making Dalton Schultz a very cheap, good option at tight end. AJ, who do you got for 1 o'clock? Uh, my first one o'clock game is going to be the Patriots at the Panthers and uh, <laughs> Gorilla. I, I mean, we're going to talk about all these games anyways, but I, I can't believe at how bad the main <laughs> slate is for fantasy options. Like if you are in a league that doesn't play Thursday or Sunday or Monday uh, games, like Sunday night game and Monday night game, if you're just playing one o'clock and four o'clock Sunday games, this is a bad slate of fantasy options uh, just the matchups are terrible here but um patriots and panthers patriots are favored by three and a half here over under a 41 and a half um i started this one because uh, i guess i have to stud someone in this game is gonna be chubba hubbard uh, i don't like any of the fantasy options in this game um but hubbard is the best option here just based on volume alone um it looks like christian mccaffrey is limited practicing he's still on ir they did activate his 21 day uh workout window but uh, mccaffrey is not going to play this week uh so hubbard is getting the start i like him for volume only uh, my dud here is sam darnold for the panthers their quarterback um look this is the same defense that had sam darnold seeing ghosts a few years ago um, I don't like his chances against that exact same defense here. Uh, my sleeper in this one is going to be both the defenses. That's right. The Patriots and the Panthers defenses. I'm going to sleeper both of them. Uh, 
mostly for New England, you've got Sam Darnold, obviously, who's been turning the ball over quite a bit. So there's some fancy points for your defense there uh, if you have the Patriots. And if you have the Panthers, you get the revenge game with Stephon Gilmore, who was just traded to the Panthers for a six-round pick. He's going to be playing this week against his old former mates in New England. Um, so look for him to kind of step it up and ball out a little bit, try to get a couple of interceptions if Mac Jones decides to throw his way. So I like both the defenses in this one. Gorilla, is your next one o'clock game had any fantasy relevance at all? It actually does a little bit. There is some fantasy relevance in this game. I know, I know that's weird to say because it is kind of a rough week for that. We're going to have to be creative drafting our teams as far as main plays at one o'clock. But I got to talk about my beloved Buffalo Bills. They're heading to Jacksonville to take on the Jaguars. The Bills are favored 14 and a half points over under of 48.5. In other words, Vegas thinks uh, pretty much the Bills are going to put up 30 some points and the Jaguars might get a garbage touchdown at the end. Uh, it's really what it comes down to in this one. And there is fantasy options in this one. Uh, on one side of the game. The Buffalo Bills are going to have great fantasy options. I really like Josh Allen this week. Every time Josh Allen has a bad game, he always bounces back strong. Josh Allen did not have a great game against Miami. Uh, I'm looking for him to bounce back strong against a team that really has struggled to stop just about anybody in this one. Uh, the, the Jaguars are, are just like the, the actual bottom of the barrel this week. So look for Josh Allen to be a fantastic quarterback option. You're looking to, you're looking to spend up a little bit. That's a great place to spend up this week. Uh, he also runs a lot. So you're also going to get the running plays. And he oftentimes on a goal line, Stanches, he runs the ball in himself. So he is kind of a touchdown guy on the ground as well. A lot of points out of Josh Allen this week. He might be worth spending up because there's a lot of you got to be creative this week. He might be worth the extra money. You can spend your money elsewhere. I'm going to thud the other side of the ball, Trevor Lawrence, really going to judge us about any Jaguar offensive player whatsoever. Uh, the Bills defense has been fantastic. They get turnovers. They get sacks. Uh, they, they keep you at the field goals at very best. I look for that to continue this week. Trevor Lawrence and the entire Jacksonville offense, they're absolutely awful. And I got a sleeper, the Bills defense in this one. Look, the Jacksonville, Jacksonville is ranked 31st offense in the NFL. There's only 32 teams. That's a great game for the Bills defense, who has been pretty good this week. Um, so I, I guess there is some fantasy in this one. I, I like Buffalo in this in this game. There's some good fantasy options there if you're a Bills fan. AJ, who do you got next for one o'clock? Uh, next one o'clock game I have is the Vikings at the Ravens. And I like this game a lot for fantasy purposes. A lot of times these um, interconference matchups, AFC versus NFC teams, um, it seems like a lot of times there's a lot of scoring that goes on here. It's a lot of teams that aren't really familiar with each other a lot. So a, a lot of things can happen here. Um, the line in this one, the Ravens are actually favored by six here with an over under a 49 and a half. So there's going to be some scoring here according to Vegas, and it should be a fairly close game. Um, my stud in this one is going to be Delvin Cook. Look, he's finally healthy and able to get the workload that he deserves. Pair that with a matchup against the Ravens defense ranked 26th against opposing running backs on the season. And uh, Delvin Cook is in a great spot this week. I'm going to dud the Ravens running backs. Um, the Vikings are tough on opposing running backs uh, and the Ravens are rotating their backs in as well. Uh, plus Lamar Jackson also kind of is a de facto running back on this team as well. So the running backs for Baltimore are 
uh, rough go in this one, so I'm going to avoid them. However, I'm going to sleeper Hollywood Brown. Uh, look, the Vikings are terrible at stopping opposing wide receivers. Um, I know I know Hollywood Brown has had his issues with some drops this season, um, but he's also bounced back from the last couple of weeks. He has a great spot this week. Uh, he's in a great spot this week, so I, I feel like uh, this is a good game that you can play any of the Ravens wide or the yeah any of the Ravens wide receivers, including rookie Rashad Bateman, is also really cheap this week. Um, Hollywood Brown is obviously the number one target, um, so I like him here. Um, Gorilla, who do you like uh, in your next game? Yeah, I actually really like the Hollywood Brown play as well this week. I think that's a, that's a fantastic fantasy option. But I'm going to talk about the Vegas Raiders. They are headed to Jersey to take on the New York Giants. Uh, the Raiders are favored two and a half points in this one. And over under somewhere in the middle of 46.5. Um, kind of a weird game here. Again, Ruggs has been released from the Raiders. He was kind of their number one wide receiver. Uh, then the other side of the ball, the Giants Barkley is practicing again. We're not sure when he's going to make his return. Uh, there's been speculation that maybe he'll be lifted from the IR for this game, even. But that's Saquon, still... um, just came down with COVID. <laughs> oh, sad. never mind. Uh, he's he's out again for a while. He should probably stop making out with Aaron Rodgers. Uh, well, let's talk about actual fantasy options in this one. I'm going to start by stunning Vegas running back Josh Jacobs. Uh, Look, the Giants are horrible, absolutely horrible at stopping the run. So look for the Raiders to actually be able to score. The Giants defense is ranked 27th against the run. So this is a fantastic week for Vegas to be able to run the ball. I know that's not something you hear Vegas running the ball, but I think it's going to be an absolutely fantastic option, especially with them being a little bit weak in the wide receiver category. It's a good, a good idea to go with a Vegas running back this week. And the other side, I'm going to dud Giants running back Devontae Booker. Uh, just not a good matchup. I'm looking for the Raiders to have a lead in this one. The Giants, they have to abandon things and throw the ball with Daniel Jones. I just don't think it's a good matchup for the Giants this week. I mean, they have shown some sort of life, but it hasn't been on the ground the life that they've shown. So I'm avoiding Devontae Booker. And I'm going to sleep or Hunter Renfro in this one. With rugs gone, Renfro becomes the number one guy. Uh, it's plain and simple. I'm, I mean, as sad as the whole rug story it is, then it is really sad. And again, my my thoughts and well wishes to everybody involved. Uh, the, the game's still going on. Renfro is now the number one back in Vegas, uh, making him kind of the go-to guy there. Look for him to to be a great sleeper play. AJ, who do you got next? Um, next up, I have this great divisional matchup here, the Browns at the Bengals. Um, Cincinnati is favored by two and a half here, so basically just under the home three, uh, over under at 47. This game's got some good options as well. Um, I'm studying Nick Chubb in this one. Now that Kareem Hunt's on IR, this is Chubb's backfield. Now there's a little bit of worry uh, with Dearness Johnson taking some snaps away from Chubb, but listen, um, Dearness Johnson was an undrafted guy. He came from the Arena League. Uh, yeah, he's had some good runs and he's had some good weeks, but I mean, he's not Nick Chubb. No one else is Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb is a beast. Uh, he's going to carry the load in this one. I'm going to dud for the Browns. Baker Mayfield, the Browns are a run-first offense. Mayfield has not been a great fantasy quarterback all season. Uh, he's still kind of recovering from that shoulder injury. So I think they're going to rely even more heavily on the backfield and Chubb in this one. So Baker Mayfield is a great leader, but he's terrible in fantasy this season. I'm going to completely avoid him. 
On the other side of the ball, I'm going to sleeper T Higgins. Uh, we all know Jamar Chase is getting all the hype and, uh, you know, Joe Burrow targets Chase quite a bit, uh, especially in the red zone. But Jamar Chase is starting to see some of those double teams and get that safety help over the top on his side, which means that T Higgins, uh, if you don't remember, he is a high second round pick. He might have been uh, a low first round pick. I don't I forget if uh, the Bengals traded back on the first to get him last season or not. But either way, this guy has first round talent and he's a, a you know, highly regarded wide receiver in his own right. He's averaging seven targets a week and being productive with all of them. He's also on a four game drought for finding the end zone. Uh, so I think this is a week that he's going to end that drought and uh, find the end zone here. So T Higgins, if you want to be involved uh, with that Bengals passing game, but not pay up for Jamar Chase, T Higgins is a good cheap option there. Um, Gorilla, who's up next for you? No, let's uh let's change pace to a not so great division battle, at least as far as fantasy concerned. I'm talking about the Atlanta Falcons. They're heading to New Orleans to take on the Saints. Saints are favored six points in this one and over under of 41.5. Very low over under in this game. And that's because there's probably not gonna be that much scoring. Uh I mean, well, Calvin Ridley is gone. He uh he's out with mental health reasons right now. And that really eliminates the number one wide receiver for Atlanta. I'm going to stud the Saints defense. The Saints defense has been fantastic all season. Look at they they held Tom Brady down. They've held every single offensive play down, uh, no matter who you are and how good you are. The defense seems to hang in there. They get turnovers, they get sacks, they put up a lot of points. Even if you're scoring, they're putting up points in defensive fantasy-wise, anyways. I really love the Saints defense in this one. You know, it's a horrible week when we're studying defenses a lot. And we are. I'm going to dud uh, Matt Ryan in this one, the Atlanta Falcons quarterback here. Look, uh, the Saints defense is ranked third against opposing quarterbacks, third best in the NFL. Don't start a quarterback who just lost a star wide receiver when you're playing a defense like that. You just don't do it. Horrible week if you're a Falcons fan. Horrible week if you're looking to start Falcons offensively in your fantasy team. Not a good week to do that. Now, Jameis Winston is out for the season, so that is kind of the big story for the Saints on offense. Uh, Trevor Simeon is going to be stepping in as the quarterback for the Saints. And I think he's a good sleeper option in this one. Uh, really, I'm sleepering him due to lack of a whole lot of other great options in this one. I think Trevor Simeon is going to be a very cheap quarterback play. And he's going to be a, I, I think he's going to be a decent pick this week here. I think you're going to see a little bit more out of him, some decent fantasy points where he can spend up somewhere else. Hey, Jam, guessing you got one more one o'clock game to go. I do have one more one o'clock game, and this one is, uh, you know, battle for the first overall pick. Uh, the Texans at the Dolphins. Uh, Dolphins are favored by six and a half in this one. I can't believe I just said the Dolphins are favored by six and a half on the Texans. Over under at 46 points in this one. Uh, all right, so let's get into this game. There's actually some fantasy appeal here. Um, first off, I'm studying Miles Gaskin in this one. Great matchup against a really, really bad Texans run defense. Gaskin is going to get a lot of good looks in this one and should have a breakout game, I think, in this. Texans are favorite, are ranked 27th in fantasy points, allowed to opposing running backs, giving up 25 points per week. We all know Gaskin is going to get it done out of the backfield uh, as a receiving back, but he's also involved in the running game as well. So, um, you know, Miles Gaskin is a good guy 
to uh, stud in, in this one. I'm going to dud both of these defenses. Neither of them are very good. Neither of them are getting a whole lot of turnovers or sacks. Uh, I mean, opposing offenses are kind of having their way with both of these teams, um, you know, on the ground and in the air. So I'm just avoiding the defenses in this one completely. I am going to sleep on the other side of the ball. Brandon Cooks. Um, Dolphins are ranked 30th and points allowed to opposing wide receiver groups. Brandon Cooks is kind of like uh, what DeAndre Hopkins used to be and is kind of matchup proof. He's just a great volume option in your PPR leagues. doesn't matter who's starting. If uh, it's next man up uh, the giraffe and in um, uh, what's his name over there uh, for the Texans. If it's Deshaun Watson, if, if it's uh, Tyrod Taylor, it doesn't matter. Uh, Davis Mills, I don't care who's starting. They all just throw the ball to Brandon Cooks. He just gets all the looks there. So he's a good sleeper option for me. Gorilla, that brings us to 4 o'clock. It does bring us to 4 o'clock. And we got some interesting 4 o'clock matchups here. Uh, we started by talking about a game that was going to be great fantasy-wise and is no longer great fantasy-wise. I'm talking about the Packers. Uh, the Packers, they're headed to Kansas City to take on the Chiefs. Uh, the Vegas line is changing like drastically right now because of Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams both being out with COVID. So uh, it's, right now it's listed as just a pick them as an even play with an over under of 54.5. I'm looking for that to change. Uh, really, this is kind of a, this was going to be a good fantasy game. It's kind of falling apart into not a good fantasy game. Uh, however, I'm going to stud Aaron Jones, a running back for the Green Bay Packers. The Chiefs defense is ranked 25th at stopping the run. Aaron Jones is still a good pick in this one here. Um, somebody's going to have to be taking the offensive plays. Uh, Jordan Love is the quarterback, so I'm looking for Aaron Jones to be the go-to guy and to take a lot of the pressure off of the shoulders of Love in his first NFL start. Aaron Jones will be a fantastic a uh, volume play. Now, I'm going to dud Travis Kelsey. While Travis Kelsey, he's been playing hurt. He is still practicing, and he is set to play. He is just not looking that great. He's dropping passes. He's not able to get He's not able to get the yardage and be the absolute beast that he's been in previous seasons. I'm looking for his woes to continue against a Packer defense that does a very good job at stopping tight ends. Not a good week for Travis Kelsey. I'd avoid him at all costs. And what a sleeper. Randall Cobb, the Green Bay wide receiver, with Devontae Adams gone. Lazard is still hurt. Uh, Randall Cobb becomes the number one guy there. Love has got to throw the ball to somebody. It's probably going to be him. He's kind of become the go-to guy with Adams out. So look for Cobb to be a decent sleeper playing this one. Again, I'm not a huge fan of fantasy in this game here. There's just too many injuries injuries and too many wild factors in this one. I would kind of avoid it, but there are a few fantasy options in there as well as traps. AJ, who do you got for four o'clock? Uh, my next four o'clock game is my beloved Philadelphia Eagles hosting the Los, An Los Angeles Chargers uh, with their high powered offense led by Justin Herbert uh, chargers are only favored by one and a half in this one. It's a road team with an over under a 50. So Vegas thinks this one's going to be close with a lot of scoring. Um, I'm inclined to agree uh, in this one. My stud in this one is going to be Dallas Goddard. You, uh, <laughs> you might ask why is Dallas Goddard the tight end for the Eagles? My stud in this game with all those big names, because everyone else is inconsistent. 
Dallas Goddard is consistently getting looks uh, at tight end. He's consistently getting targets. He's consistently getting yardage and he's consistently targeted in the end zone. So Dallas Goddard is the most consistent producer in this game. For me, the chargers are 28th in the league in points to opposing tight ends, which is worse than Philadelphia. Um, so this is a good week to start Dallas Goddard. Now I'm dudding Mike Williams and Keenan Allen in this one. Um, like Mike Williams, I thought was going to have a big week last week and absolutely dotted. Uh, he gets a Philly defense ranked second in the league in f- opposing fantasy points given up to uh, opposing wide receivers. So Philly's just really not giving up a whole lot of points to opposing wide receivers. They're getting gashed on the ground and they're getting beat up by the tight ends, but they're really not um, giving up a whole lot of points to opposing wide receivers. So I'm going to avoid Mike Williams and Keenan Allen in this one. I'm going to sleeper Boston Scott for Philadelphia, um, Boston Scott. Uh, we saw what type of offense Philly ran last week with just running the ball all over the lions. Um, the chargers can't stop the run either. The chargers are actually ranked uh, right about the same spot. The lions are. So if Philadelphia wants to run the ball 50 times again this week, Boston Scott's going to be involved. Jordan Howard is going to be involved. And at some point, Kenneth Gainwell is also going to be involved. Um, Boston Scott, we saw last week, was the first option on the goal line, uh, splitting time with Jordan Howard. Um, We also know Boston Scott is a better receiving back than Jordan Howard. So if you're looking for a guy that's going to be really cheap and he's going to be involved in all facets of the game, um, Boston Scott is going to be real cheap this week and a good sleeper option for you. That brings us to uh, Sunday night football with the Titans nope, and the Rams. Nope. I got I got one more four o'clock game. Oh, you do have one more four o'clock game. Go ahead. Yes, I do. Uh, we're going to talk about the Arizona Cardinals. They're headed to San Fran to take in the 49ers and an NFC West uh, really injured uh, show game here. An over under of 45. Uh, really, the big question on here is who's going to play? Uh, there's a lot of injuries. A lot of people may be going to play. A lot of people may be going to come back here. Uh, this, this, this is a lot of trap. If you want to play people from this game, and there are fantasy options, assuming they play, it's one of those you want to be checking constantly to make sure to see who's actually going to start and who is not going to start in this game here. Uh, injuries have really kind of ruined this one. But let's start off by talking about it. Assuming he plays, because he didn't practice today, Kyler Murray is going to be a fantastic game uh, starting this one at the quarterback for the Cardinals. He said in an interview he's planning on playing and he's uh, ready to go. Although he did not practice today, the Cardinals have said it's going to be a game-time decision. If he does play, look for him to do what Kyler Murray does and put up all sorts of fantasy points in this one in a week where that's hard to find and might be worth looking at taking that chance. I'm going to dud the San Francisco 49er running back here, Liza Mitchell. Right now, he is the number one back there with the injuries. He is hurt. He is practicing, though, and says he is going to be playing in this one. I just don't like the run game against that very tough Cardinals run defense. It's not a good matchup for him. I'm not looking for it to be a good one for him. I'm going to sleeper Debo Samuel, the San Francisco 49er wide receiver. He has definitely become the go-to guy there. He is consistently putting up great points while he was hurt last week. He has said he is going to be playing this week. It has come out that he will definitely be starting this week, making him a great wide receiver option for the San Francisco 49ers. Doesn't matter who they're playing. He's guaranteed a fifth. He's a guaranteed 15 points every single week. Now that brings us to Sunday night football. Edge, hit us with some Sunday night football. Sunday night football. We got the uh, Titans at the Rams here. Rams are favored by seven and a half over under at 53 and a half. Uh, my son in this one is Matt Stafford. 
Uh, the Titans are a much better run defense than pass defense. Stafford is just going to air it out in this one, uh, especially to his wide receivers because the Titans can't stop any wide receivers at all, and they haven't all season. So absolutely stunning Stafford in this one. My dud, Adrian Peterson. That's right, the Titans' new running back, Adrian Peterson. Um, I don't even know who the Titans have beyond Adrian Peterson. I know they're just signing this week, but I'm just going to avoid him right here uh he's coming in off the street he's probably not in shape he's not going to get a ton of carries in this one uh he's got to learn a new scheme he gets to run behind a great offensive line with the titans but i just don't like him in this one so i'm gonna uh, avoid him until at least next week uh, my sleeper here however is gonna be van jefferson the titans are dead last in fantasy points allowed to opposing wide receivers uh we know cooper cup is the go-to option uh, for Matt Stafford right now, his price reflects that as well. I don't think I've ever seen a $9,000 wide receiver in FanDuel, but Cooper Cup is there. Uh, Robert Woods is the second option, but Van Jefferson has been worth his price in daily the last few weeks. He's like around that 4500 to 5000 range, and he's been putting up 10 points a week. So anytime you can get double your value for a guy that's 4500 and allows you to go get a, uh, a Pat Mahomes or a... Uh, Kyler Murray like this week uh that's well worth it um and he's the reason that Deshaun Jackson was just released this week as well he just kind of you know took over that Deshaun Jackson role and has been doing it better than Deshaun Jackson has so um you know I I like Van Jefferson as as a cheap sleeper this week especially if you want to you know kind of punt uh your option there um speaking of a lot of punts let's move on to Monday Night Football Gorilla who you got there Oh, yeah. Um, really, we got the Chicago Bears. They're headed to Pittsburgh to take on the Steelers. Steelers favor six and a half points and over under of 40. So I'm going to stud the punters in this game um, pretty much because that's really all they're – well, I mean, okay, really, let's stud the Pittsburgh defense in this one. Uh, neither team's really been scoring the ball well. Uh, Chicago, with their rotating quarterbacks, it's just not – it's not pretty there right now. Um Steelers are still fighting first out of there, which really Chicago, I, I don't even know what Chicago's trying to do right now. Uh, so really the Pittsburgh defense is a fantastic option this week. Uh, if you're, especially if your league is including Monday night football and whatnot, I recommend starting the Pittsburgh defense of this one. I'm going to dud Justin Fields, the Chicago Bears quarterback. Look, he's very inconsistent. Yeah, he makes some great plays and some exciting runs and whatnot and, and this and that, but he just isn't hitting like people thought he was going to. He's not coming out as strong as people were expecting when they kept saying to start him, start him. So uh, I'm looking for it to continue. The Pittsburgh secondary is very good. Pittsburgh gets it into the backfield all the time. It's not a good matchup for Justin Fields. I'm going to avoid him. And I can't believe I'm saying this, but I'm going to sleeper Najee Harris. (sighs) I said it. I'm sleepering Trent Richardson. Look, even a blind squirrel finds a nut sometimes. Uh, Najee Harris, this is just the right matchup for him. That Chicago defense does give up yardage to to running backs who run the style of Najee Harris. It's a great sleeper play. He's kind of been dropping in price because, well, he hasn't done anything. I kind of like him as a sleeper option this week. I I hate myself. I feel dirty for saying that. I'm going to have to shower after this. But I like Najee Harris as a sleeper play. AJ, that brings us to our best of the week. You want to hit us with some quarterbacks? Oh, yeah, our best of the week. So (laughs) I had to remake this a few times only because not just my stud, but my sleeper as well. Um, So originally I was going to sleeper – 
I was going to stud Kyler Murray, but I'm not sure if he's going to play. And I was going to sleeper uh, Derek Carr, but with rugs, uh, that whole situation going on, I'm, I can't, I had to change both of them. So I'm going to stud Josh Allen for your beloved Buffalo Bills. Um, the only reason I wasn't going to stud him is because they're going to get out to such a lead that I think at some point they're going to have to stop throwing the football. Um, so, <laughs> um, but I do, I really like Josh Allen this week. He's absolutely a great option as quarterback one. Um, I, I think he's a great stud pick. I'm dotting on the other side of the ball from in the same game as Trevor Lawrence. Um, Buffalo is, as you talked about, one of the best uh, fantasy defenses in football right now. And they're also uh, giving up the fewest points allowed to opposing quarterbacks. Trevor Lawrence can have a rough goal of it. And I'm sleepering Jimmy Garoppolo um, only because he cost me two touchdowns on the ground last week to Elijah Mitchell. He should have handed the ball off and didn't. Um, so he cost me uh, money last week and he cost me a lot of fancy points last week. Um, but I also think uh, that he's going to have to throw the football to be competitive in that game, especially if Kyler Murray uh, is playing. So Jimmy Garoppolo is great volume option this week as a sleeper. Really? Who got a quarterback? I do had to change things. I originally had Aaron Rodgers for Green Bay, but uh, he's got COVID. So uh, I changed to uh, my beloved Buffalo Bills and Josh Allen. It is a fantastic matchup for him. There's no reason why he won't put up points. And even if they have to stop on the ball, he's kind of the leading rusher too. So, uh, you, you know, makes him a great option. Uh, that quarterback this week in a week where it is kind of hurting. I'm going to dud Matt Ryan. Uh, like I talked about in my write-up, it's a horrible matchup. Going against that Saints defense, they get turnovers. They're going to beat up on him. He just lost his number one wide receiver. Horrible week to be Matt Ryan. Uh, I'm going to sleeper. Tua Tagalalavalavalavalavalavalavalavalavalavalavalavalavalavalavalavalavalavalavalavalavalavalavalavalavalavalavalavalavalavalavalavalavalavalavalavalavalavalavalavalavalavalavalavalavalavalavalavalav
<laughs> I mean, uh, so to your fair point, Najee Harris gets so many opportunities. Like he he's averaging like dirt for yards per carry, but he's getting so much volume that he's like the second or third leading scoring for running backs in the season just because of his there's no one else in that offense right now. Uh wide receiver. All right. Uh it's hard to not stud Cooper Cup in a matchup that's gonna absolutely gonna be fantastic. The Titans can't stop anybody at wide receiver. Cooper Cup is by far the best option right now in fantasy. Um, I, he's worth the nine thousand this week. Just, just go get him. Um, I'm dudding Mike Williams for the Chargers against my beloved Philadelphia Eagles. I talked about the, the reasons there. Uh, Philadelphia does give up some yardage to wide receivers, but they don't give up any touchdowns <laughs> to them. So I'm dudding Mike Williams. And uh, same game as Cooper Cup. I'm gonna sleeper van jefferson um for the rams as well that's right i'm stunning and sleeping two wide receivers that's how bad the titans are against opposing wide receivers they literally can't stop anyone gorilla do you have a better option than Najee harris as your wide receiver yeah i'm actually and you talked about the right up i'm going to stud hollywood brown for the baltimore ravens this week i think it's a fantastic matchup i think this is the week that he gets that he gets there and, and he hits big i really like hollywood brown this week uh I'm going to dud Jalen Rager from your beloved Philadelphia Eagles. Yes, I think Philadelphia is going to be able to put up points and score points, but I think it's going to be on the ground and the tight end, not wide receiver. I don't like the wide receiver matchup against the Chargers secondary. I think it's a, I don't think it's a good matchup for him. So I'm going to dud Jalen Rager. I'm going to sleeper Randall Cobb from the Green Bay Packers. Yes, I know Aaron Rodgers is out with COVID, but I think Randall Cobb is still the go-to guy there. They're going to have to throw the ball at some point in that game. Cobb is now the go-to guy with the injuries and COVID cases. I like him at sleeper. AJ, what do you got for tight ends? For tight ends, uh, I started him in my game right up for Philadelphia. I'm going to stud him here is Dallas Goddard. He's going against an absolutely terrible defense at stopping tight ends with the Chargers. And uh, Jalen Hurts just doesn't look at his wide receivers, not to mention that uh, some of them are banged up, including Jalen Rager, who Gorilla just dudded. Um, you know, he's banged up. He may or may not play with an ankle injury, which means even more looks go to Dallas Goddard across the middle. So Goddard is my stud this week. I'm going to dud Kyle Pitts for the Falcons. Um, he's got a bad matchup. And uh, even though he's the new number one option in that passing game, even as a tight end, uh, it's just a bad, bad matchup. Um, I don't like him this week. I'm going to sleeper Jared Cook for the <laughs> Chargers um, going against my beloved Philadelphia Eagles. Like anytime you get a game where, Neither team can stop the tight end. Uh, there's a whole lot of touchdowns to be had in the red zone there. I think uh, Jared Cook is going to get some looks in the red zone for the uh, Chargers, especially against my beloved Philadelphia Eagles. So he's a good sleeper play this week. Gorilla, who do you like at tight end? I like Mike Kosicki for the Miami Dolphins. Uh, I think it's a great matchup for him. I think he's a big guy, and he's beginning to come into his own. I think this is the game he really breaks out. I like Mike Kosicki. Uh, very cheap option. Him and Tua together as a really cheap quarterback tight end duo. You can save some money and spend up at other wide receiver and running back spots. And there's one I really like Kosicki this week. Uh, fantastic play. Um, I really dislike Travis Kelsey this week. Uh, he, he's been, he's been playing hurt. He's dropping passes. He's getting turnover. He's turning the ball over. He's not a good week, especially with as much as he costs in fan duel. It's not worth spending up that eight, 
eight, nine thousand for somebody who turns the ball over. It's just not worth it. The Green Bay defense does a good job against tight ends. It's a really bad matchup for them. And I get a double down. The sleeper as far as the Cowboys tight end and Dalton Schultz. I like Dalton Schultz matchup against the Broncos this week, especially with their loss of Von Miller. Look for Dalton Schultz to be a good cheap option at tight end if you want to go that way. AJ, why don't you kick us with some kickers? All right. This was the week that uh, I was looking forward to for my boy, Rodrigo Blankenship. But since he's on IR, I'm going to go with his replacement in Badgley. <laughs> and he's going to put up a lot of points uh, on Thursday night. And I, I really wanted to talk the wonders of Rodrigo Blankenship and the fact that those glasses are fantastic. But uh, I can't because he's on injured reserve. His uh, backup is a former San Diego kicker slash LA Chargers kicker, Michael Badgley. Uh, He's in a great spot for Indianapolis. He's going to kick a lot of field goals and a lot of extra points against a terrible Jets team. So start him with confidence. I am dudding the Jacksonville Jaguars kicker rights. Uh, It's uh, the right thing to do is put him on your bench this week. And I'm sleeping Jake Elliott for the Eagles. Um, I think there's going to be quite a bit of scoring, including uh, field goals in that game for the Chargers and the Eagles. Uh, it might be a, it's going to be a close game. <laughs> the, you know, Vegas thinks it's me a close game. I think it's me a close game. It's got a high over unders. So there's going to be a lot of back and forth in that one. Uh, Elliott's going to be a good pick, uh, as well as the Chargers kicker as well in that one. I think. Gorilla, who do you like for kickers? I'm I'm gonna. I'm going to agree with you. I think Badgley really is the best kicker this week. Uh, I think he's going to be absolutely fantastic Thursday night. Uh, yes, I too wanted to say it. Rodrigo Blankenship. Okay. Yeah, we know he's on the air. We just like to say the name. Uh, Badgley is going to be a fantastic kicker this week. I'm looking for him to be an absolute stud play. I'm going to dud Young Ho Koo, the kicker for the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, I got to say the name. That's a cool name too, Young Ho Koo. Um yeah, I, against that New Orleans Saints defense, I don't think they're going to be seeing very much of the other side of the football field. If you're not scoring, your kicker's useless. Uh, I just don't like to play there. I'm going to dud Matt Gay, the kicker for the L.A. Rams. Again, I think there's going to be a lot of scoring put up in that game. If there's a lot of scoring, that means the kicker's getting a lot of points. He may get 10 points and extra points alone in that game. Uh, just I, I, I like to play for there. AJ, why don't you hit us with defense? All right, number one defense of the week is your beloved Buffalo Bills. They rank first in fantasy points allowed to opposing quarterbacks, opposing wide receivers, and their top five and fantasy points allowed to opposing running backs as well. They do not give up a whole lot of yardage. They don't give up a lot of points. They get sacks. They get turnovers. They kind of do everything that you want a defense to do. And the Jacksonville Jaguars are giving up a ton of points to opposing special teams and defense units. Um, and plus anytime that you're punting as much as the Jaguars are, there's a good chance that you're going to give up touchdowns in the return game. So uh, I look for that as well as possibility. I'm going to dud the Baltimore Ravens in their game with the Vikings. Uh, both of those teams do not turn the ball over a whole lot. They both play very quickly and efficiently. So there's not a whole lot of sacks to be had, not a whole lot of turnovers and there should be a decent amount of scoring in that. So I'm dudding the Ravens defense there. And I am going to sleeper the Saints defense against the Falcons. Uh, that matchup, I was going to sleeper them anyways, but the matchup gets better now that Matt Ryan lost his uh, number one target in Calvin Ridley. Uh, Calvin Ridley stepping away, obviously, as we talked about for mental health reasons. So good luck to him. I hope he gets everything together. 
Uh, but it just makes the Saints a better play this week as well. Gorilla, who is your defense of the week? Uh, it's it's weird that I'm not taking my beloved Buffalo Bills because it's such an obvious pick, but I'm going Monday night and taking the Pittsburgh Steelers as my defense of the week. Uh, look, I mean, the Chicago Bears offense has been incredibly weak, and Pittsburgh, while their offense isn't that great, their defense is absolutely fantastic. I'm looking for that to continue and be a thing this week. I love the Pittsburgh defense as a play. I'm going to dud the Jacksonville Jaguars defense against my beloved Buffalo Bills. I'm looking for the Bills to put up points in this game here, enough so that even possibly partway through the fourth quarter, Mitch Trubisky is starting at quarterback for the Bills, giving Josh Allen uh, some rest and relaxation. Uh, the Jacksonville defense is not a good play in this one, and I can't believe I'm saying this, but I'm going to sleep with the New England Patriots defense. That's uh, a good matchup for them. Uh, they've been their defense. They've been showing some life, and that entire team is really beginning to show some life here. Going to jump on, jump on that train right now. I think the New England defense is going to have themselves a fantastic game. AJ, that just about does it. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's nice that you sleepered them. I know I talked about them as a sleeper defense in my write up as well as Carolina on the other side. So uh, definitely some decent defense options this week. Not a whole lot of. Uh, it's going to be hard to build a daily lineup this week because you're going to have to go really expensive for your consistency and really, really cheap and take some chances with everything. I mean, this is just a, a bad, <laughs> this is a bad week this week. I mean, between COVID season ending injuries off the field stuff, I, it's just, they, I mean, there's look at the names we lost this week. I mean, Aaron yeah. Rodgers, Derek Henry, um, Henry Ruggs was, you know, a blossoming wide receiver. Calvin James Ridley, Winston. James yeah. Winston. He was a big, you know, he was be, be, uh, top five quarterback this season so far. Right. Um, Calvin Ridley stepping away for his mental health issues. You know, that's, that's a big thing right there in itself. I mean, just, you know, to just walk away from the game of football, it's focus on yourself. Uh, that's, uh, you know, props to him for doing it and saying that it's a mental health issue. You know, uh, hopefully we don't make as big a deal about people saying that their mental health is important um, because it starts to become a normal thing. You know, hopefully we can start putting guys on IR for mental health issues. You know, that would be great. Right, <laughs> you know, right, right. Uh, yeah, it, yeah, this is this is a very weird week. I kind of enjoyed this week, though, because this is where you really can separate the men from the boys as far as fantasy who actually knows what they're doing and who's just taking the same safe plays every week. This is the week that really separates people fantasy wise. Uh, I, I mean, you're going to have to, no matter who you are, how good you are, you're going to have to take some chances this week. It's really, let's see who makes the right picks, who takes the chances that are worth it. That's right. That's uh, and that's what we're here for. We're here to, you know, for weeks like this, when, when the uh, you know, the normal average plays, are gone when those 6,500, 6,800, 7, type of players are kind of weeded out because of injury and other things. And then, you know, between bye weeks and COVID, you lose a lot of the top end players. So, I mean, there's guys that are going to be in my lineup this week that are 4,500. <laughs> I mean, but you know what? They're they're going to be worth it, and that's what we're here for is to give you those plays. Um, I mean, hell, I'm looking at starting Tua as my starting quarterback this week. I, I don't mind that at all, you know, pairing him with uh, a guy like Mike Gusecki or, you know, even picking up a Jalen Waddle and yeah. then even stacking it with, um, 
uh, Brandon Cooks on the other side, uh, you can easily do that. And you can spend up for somebody like Ezekiel Elliott, who, yeah. who, who, who's a decent play this week. Uh, that there are options you can do. Like I just said, that, that that is an option right there that is a real risky play, but makes sense on paper that statistically looks like it, it would work this week. That's right. Um, so, yeah, good luck with your lineups this week. Uh, have Go out and have fun, you know, uh, you know, <laughs> play around with them, see what you can get. Uh, I mean, obviously, you know, there's this is a good week to not start a stud, you know, top tier quarterback. There's so many options this week for guys that are going to get you 18 to 20 points at quarterback. You can play around with that and then maybe spend up at running back and then take some chances at wide receiver or vice versa. Um, but yeah, there's, there's a lot of different options this week. There's a lot of, uh, a lot of uncertainty. There's a lot of bad games. There's a lot of games with bad teams that have good fantasy options. So, um, good luck this week. We'll be back next week with week number 10 to, uh, discuss more of our fantasy here. We'll break down all the week 10 games. We'll talk about some more news. If there's any news that pops up, um, but that wraps us up for week nine for gorilla. I'm AJ and we'll see you next week.